0: Welcome to YALD, the podcast. As YALD has evolved over the years, the number of kids that have participated has, in turn, increased. Some of these kids are now young adults. Today we speak with two young men, Raphael and Joseph. The two of them share with us their experience with YALD. All right. Now, this interview is a little different. Uh, usually everyone's been in person, but this is the first time that we're using Zoom and we got multiple people on this call. So uh, to the gentleman with the beard, never mind. They both have beards uh, to the gentleman with the purple shirt. If you could just please tell us your name and how old you were when you got involved with Yald.
1: all uh, My name is Rafael Quesada. Uh, I probably started around 14 to 15 years old.
0: 14 or 15 years old. How long yeah. ago was that? Uh, probably 2013. 2013. Yeah, that okay. was my first year. Okay. Uh, so almost 10 years ago. So about nine years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah. th- the next gentleman, please tell us your name and how old you were when you joined you Well, hi. My name is Joseph Nunez. I started Y'all
2: when I was like 14 as well. That was around the years like 2014, 2015, I believe.
0: Okay, 2014 or 2015. So both of you guys are former players. Okay. Now, here's my question, though. Have you guys played against each other when you were in Yald?
1: Yeah, um, we kind of spoke this for a little bit, spoke about this for a little bit. But Flash and I, we played each other numerous times, maybe for two or three years. Um, I'm not sure how many games a season, but we had many moments where we played against each other. Good catches, good plays, a lot of good trash talk, but also a lot of good respect amongst each other, though. For
2: sure. Yeah, I would like to agree with what Ralph said too. Like when I would face him during the, in the like in the field, we will always have like that that respect for each other. But we also tell a little trash here and there. But we already knew like what was our main focus. Like I would see Ralph as like a mentor as well too, because I would learn from his moves
0: and his routes as well too. So, oh wait a second, wait a second, R- Ralph, he just said he's looking at you as a mentor. I think he's calling you old, B. Ah, uh, nah, man, just one year
1: older, but for sure, like, um, part of y'all. This is you know learning from others. So, um, like you know, some some people, um, the younger guys look up, but look up to the older guys. You know, as the younger guys are getting better, um, the older guys got to make sure they keep their game up. So, you know, Flash taking little bits and pieces from my game made me want to compete harder with him because I know he already making a name for himself. You know, I, I can't let I can't let some guy just come in here and you know take over.
0: Okay, so Flash, he you you were calling him old, and now he's calling you a biter. I mean, now you know I'm gonna stop. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. So, gentlemen, you guys, you guys have obviously aged out of the program, right? Because y'all is from, I believe, ages twelve to about seventeen, and you guys are older than that today. Um, what's your connection with y'all today? Do you still have one? Is it uh, more or less? Like, what are, what are we talking about? Rafael, you can go first. Yeah, so I'm currently still
1: involved with y'all. Um, I took a four-year break, obviously, because I had to go to I – w- I went to school upstate. I went to a, a school, a university upstate.
2: Um,
1: and then once I came back last year after May, May 2021, um, I just began to help out as a ref. Um, I spent my first year last year from, I think, October to December. You know, we, uh, That was my first season. And then this year will be my second season. So I'm looking forward to helping out with training camp, um, be there bright and early, helping out. Week in, week out, and then yeah, just helping out whenever I can as a ref. And then if anybody needs uh trick or uh, any like
0: tips on how to play, of course I'm there for that as well. Okay. What about you, Joe? Oh, excuse me, flash. I don't want to <laughs> get I don't want to get confused. Please.
2: Um, me, um last I believe it was like last year, or, like somewhere around this year in the fall, I helped coach Jay's team as well too in the fall. And like I was teaching kids, like, how to run routes, how to like set up plays for the qbs and for the for the route runners as well too and i also stay in contact with lito as well too and all the coaches as well to like make sure everybody's good everybody's like staying healthy and like all the the programs running as it's supposed to run as well too he wait hold on real quick he also forgot to mention we still play in the um
1: the turkey bowl so every year they have a game um you know the the former alumni the coaches volunteers and the like current players they usually make their own separate teams so it's like four three to four teams each year and then we have like a bracket style tournament where um everybody comes in and we just enjoy a good thanksgiving turkey bowl
0: see i, I was just about to salute you two young men for coming back and giving back to the program but raphael you did bring up the turkey bowl and and something tells me oh wait a second. <laughs> All right. hold up hold up so this since this since this podcast is audio only Raphael just flexed for the people out there what was that that you put up on the screen what was that uh this was I believe
1: this year's no no this was last year's uh volunteer or alumni jersey um this was just like the beginning of it flash I think you guys had blue that year um yeah so you know, each year is a different kind of jersey, so that's also a cool aspect about the um the organization
0: as well. Talk to me about this Turkey Bowl, man. What what level of trash talk is happening at this Turkey Bowl, man? How does it? Please tell me, man. Like as a person who's never been to a Turkey Bowl, I've heard of them. Please tell me, man. What what are, what are we talking about here, man? Are people getting are people getting ankles broken? Are people are people crying? Like what's going on at the Turkey Bowl, man?
2: You want to go? You can go. You can go. Um, so first, like it all starts off with these group chats. Like already people talking trash in the group chats, people saying, Oh, we're gonna beat
0: you we're gonna do this, say how we're gonna break your ankles, you're gonna get burned. How early does the group chat start though? Turkey bowl is Thanksgiving. So what are we talking? It starts in the summer. What are we talking yeah. about?
2: Yeah, Months. near the
0: summer. Yeah. In the summer. So right now, right now, we're in July. So you tell me right now the Turkey Bowl chat is starting?
1: Yeah. What well once the game ends and then people start thinking about all right what who should we add to the teams um once the once the training camp comes around people are just you know scouting looking around all right who can i add to this team which volunteer wants to play this year so you know it starts early once the once the turkey bowl is done it basically starts right back over again and then once training camp comes there's a lot of talk flash you agree with that
2: um yeah i do agree with that because like a lot of people are searching for like the turkey bowl every year so that way like Let's say, like, if my team came in last place, we want to get as much people as we can to get back into that first-place position. You know what I mean?
0: So who, who won the Turkey Bowl, uh, uh, th- this most recent one? Who won that?
2: Coaches and volunteers have
0: won, I think, the last two or three. I'm not sure. But I think it's the last two. So it's coaches and volunteers versus current players or former players? Um, there'll be three teams.
1: So it'll be the coaches volunteers. Yeah. Um, then there'll be, like, former players slash alumni. They'll probably have one or two teams depending on like you know like different groups um and then there's one current like players team
0: ah so rafael you obviously played for the uh the volunteers and coaches yes and and flash you played for the alumni
2: yeah yeah like the like the alumni players yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. so
0: so so again who who won this most recent one the the coaches they <laughs> won this one <laughs> As Raphael gave us the two thumbs up, and and Raphael, you said this is the coaches have won how many in a row now? Maybe uh, I
1: would say definitely two, most likely three in a row. Because um, that first year, I don't know if I was there, but uh, it ha- is for sure two in a row right now.
0: And something tells me the coaches talk a lot of trash every day. Flash, can you can you can you expound on that? Do the, do the coaches other coaches nonstop with it? Hell oh, yeah, man,
2: dude, dude, like. <laughs> They'll come at you even after the game. They'll, they'll boo you. They'll be like, like, they always have this tradition where they have, have this you thing trophy for the last place team. And that's already enough trash token as it is. You know what I
0: mean? Let, let me tell you guys something, man. Um, Rafael, what year were you born? I was born in 1999. 1999. And Flash, what year were you born? Um, 2001. Can I give you guys a little bit of a football lesson? Can I? Can I? I? I don't sure. want to sound like the old man in the room, but the AFC used to lose the Super Bowl every year for like 15 years in a row. I don't know if you heard about that.
1: I didn't hear about that. I, I, I'm not familiar, but I know that most likely changed once Brady came around.
0: See, I, we see why? Why? What? No, not even. Not see. see slow <laughs> no. down. It ain't no, about Brady. Man. So slow down. So chill. Easy, B. My Easy. Bad. 15 in a row, though. That's crazy. I, I yeah, believe it was, row, it was. I believe crazy. it was from 1984. All the way to like 98. 84 to 98. And uh, and the team that broke that was uh, was John Elway and the Broncos. John mm. Elway and the Broncos. Yo, picture that, bro. 84 to 98, maybe 97. You're
1: talking about the Niners and Cowboys, also.
0: we am talking the crazy. Niners, we're talking the Cowboys, we're talking the Giants, nice. we talking mm-hmm. the Bears, we talking uh the Redskins, we're talking the Redskins, we, we're talking. So potentially speaking, potentially speaking, the coaches might be like the NFC back in the day. Flash, we can't let that happen.
2: Nah, for sure, we got to get, get our comeback going, for sure. We can't let the coaches take over. No,
1: nah, but we definitely <laughs> have some competition coming up as the league, you know, uh, as the league gets older and more players start to uh, become alumni, um, you know, different people have their own groups, whether that be, like, friends outside, the, the like, friends they create in y'all and they grow out of it, they come back, you know, that
0: more teams are still being made, so this tournament can get huge in a few years. That's true. Now, let me ask you guys a question, though. Do you think the current players will ever have a chance of winning the Turkey Bowl? It's a good question. It's a good question. What do we think? Flash, what do you think, man? You think these young bucks got a chance to beat you guys?
2: I mean, I know for sure we got a lot of experience, but I know like these young guys—they got more. Like they have—they probably do have more energy than us, you know. So that they might beat us at that, but the experience-wise, we have that a lot, you know.
0: It sounds like a no. It sounds like a no for the young fellas, Rafael. Rafael, what do you say?
2: Um, I will have to double down on that,
1: man. I don't think I don't think they have what it takes. Um, however, however. I would say that they are um, a lot of the kids are very um, uh, open to learning. Uh, whenever we like play these tournaments, they're always more receptive receptive to like any uh, criticism we have of the game or like uh, any tips we give them, like, you know,
0: they're going to be, they're going to get a lot better. Uh, but to answer your question, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh boy. That's a, that's a negative for the young kids. I, I I hope they're listening and I hope they come for y'all. But, all I know is that I'm, I'm rooting for whoever wins. So that's, that's where I'm at with it. But on a serious note, on a serious note, everyone that I've spoken to uh, regarding Yald, whether it be a coach, whether it be a volunteer, a referee, um, a current player, a former player, even a parent, it seems to me that Yald is more than football. As a matter of fact, it might even one could say the last thing that Yald is about is football. It seems to me it could have been hockey (laughs) and it would have been the same culture. What do you guys say to that? Um, I would have
1: to agree. I mean, football is just what we do on the field, but there's a lot of stuff that people don't see behind the scenes. Like um, there's a lot of mentorship, mentorship that goes on, whether that's um, players on one specific team or players, you know, speaking to other coaches, referees, there's a lot of different mentorships and opportunities that um, present itself. Not only that, but networking as well. Um, there's just a lot of different things that kids kids can learn from just hanging out with uh people in their communities who they may not be familiar with or they don't come across um often. Um, we have people from all throughout the borough. Uh they might even have people from parts of Brooklyn, parts of the Bronx, like people come from everywhere. And it's you know a lot of insight that you can have on life and just your journey throughout um those couple of years in Yald- in Yald and after.
0: Flash, what about you? What do you think, man? Do you think Yald is uh is it more than football, or is it just football?
2: Like you said, and you recited, um, it, football is like the last thing, according to y'all. Like, it's all about the connections you make with everybody in the league and everybody that you look up to and you say hi to every day. Like, if you go to the field, you say hi to Lito, you say hi to other refs, and say hi to coaches, and that's where all that matters because no matter what, those people are still gonna be there for you even after the league. You know what I mean? You could even ask coaches or refs for a resume just for college. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day.
0: I, I want to talk some uh, about the coaches and there's, 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 um, there's different coaches. I'm not going to say there's a lot. Cause there isn't a lot. There's a, there's a, there's, there's only a few, right. And um, everybody has a different relationship with everyone. I, I want to talk to you guys about anyone, any coach or any volunteer of all the adults that you've encountered or interacted with as a player, who, who would you say had the biggest impact on you? Right. Like whether it be on the field or off the field, is is there somebody that comes to mind that's had the biggest impact on yourself?
1: Um, I will go first. I would, Firstly, I would say uh, my coach, uh, Miguel, Miguel uh, Guzman, he um, he helped me out a lot, whether that's be, you know, just. Just a lot of knowledge, whether that be on life, um, how to handle my, like any situation that I came across. Um, there was one particular day where, um, I was stuck in a situation where I, so if you don't know, I played rugby outside of y'all. So, um, I would have like tournaments sometimes over the weekends and it would interfere with games. Uh, there was one day I had a, a, a sevens tournament, which is seven on seven. Um, and it was at like seven 30 in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. And I, I hit him up to see if he could drive me. And he said, yeah. Um, Drive you drive you where? To the rugby tournament? Yeah, the rugby tournament. It was in New Rochelle. It was in Iona College. So he took me from, from the city to Iona. And then right after that, we had a Yald game. So he drove me right back to Yald. Um, and he sat through the whole rugby game. He watched it. He analyzed it, even though he didn't know much about it.
0: Can I can I ask you a question, Rafael? You 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 asked him to take you? Yeah. Let me ask you, man. If this is too personal, you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Why, why didn't you ask uh, your mom or your dad or, or another family member? Why why Miguel? Well, I just felt like he was like the closest
1: person I could offer uh, ask cause just relating to sports, because like my mom, she always worked. Um, she didn't have the resources. She didn't have a car. And then for me to commute by myself, it would be really tough. You know, it's like I'm not really sure how to get to the show now that I'm older. Anyways, i would probably have to take like the Metro North or something. Um, so at the time, I didn't know how to do it. I was probably like 15 or 16. Or um, So, you know, only person I knew was my coach. See if coach could take me before the game. He we had a game earlier, maybe he might be able to take me to the rugby game. So
0: uh Joseph, do you have one? Do you have a a particular coach that stands out to you in terms of impact they may have had on your life?
2: I would say for me, it would be Coach Jay. And what Coach Jay taught me, he taught me a lot of discipline in the beginning years that y'all like we met, even I was on the opposite team. He always greeted me, always told me, Yo, you had a good game today, keep bringing that dog out. And what he taught me also is that practice makes perfect too. Cause he will bring me out during the weekends, always bring me out to run like scrimmages, always going more routes every time. And he wouldn't give up on me. He would tell me, yo, like keep, keep going. Like there's no more than just to keep going, you know? And that's what he told me as as a as a young kid coming into yard. I really didn't know how to play defense. I really didn't know how to like run routes yet. So he made my routes more crispy, and also he made my defense more effective during the years of y'all. And also it was him and I believe Omar who gave me the
0: nickname Flash as well too. Omar, Omar, oh yes, yes, Omar gave you. Man, I feel like Raphael should have a cool nickname though, man. I know they call him nah, Ralph. For sure, for I know sure. they call him. I know they call him Ralph because he wore a polo. But I mean, Flash. <laughs> That's a cool nickname, B. I'm actually a little jealous that my name isn't Flash. I didn't even know his name was
1: Joseph to like a couple games in. I'm like, who's Flash? <laughs> who's Flash? <laughs> oh, oh, he's okay. Oh, that's Joseph too. Okay, cool, cool.
2: You know, you know what's nah, yeah, they barely say my they barely say my real name ever. They always call me Flash always. So nah, that's, that's just a test like
1: that just to test of, like how close knitted the organization is. Like Um nicknames will be made up, you know, whether that be on your play and stuff like that. Like, you know, you're not gonna be called by your first name all the time, you know. We make that like a family connection, like somebody you're gonna get a nickname somehow, some way, somehow, and then that's how you become part of the family.
0: Nah, man, it it sounds like a really, really cool organization to have been a part of. And um you guys are a lot younger than me, and I'm I'm 45. And one thing that I've always wanted people to be able to do is to be able to be part of a program or part of something that's bigger than themselves. You understand? Like, not everybody gets that opportunity. You know, a lot of people live their life and and just get into, you know, whatever they get into. But if you are ever lucky enough to be part of something, whatever it might be, to be part of something that's bigger than yourself, that's kind of special. Because here you guys are on a Friday evening. You could have been doing anything else, but it was a podcast about y'all, and you guys said, "Yeah, I'll gladly talk about y'all." Are you kidding? Cuz it's I'm sure this conversation could go on for for hours and hours. We have members of the audience who may have never heard of the program. Um, this might be the first time that they're hearing about it, you know, in the episode with the YouTube gentlemen. What would you say to them? What would you say to them so somebody who wants to know more about the program for somebody who may have a child or may they might be thinking of putting their child in a sports program what would you say to them about what the program is if they were to ask you
1: um really uh I would just say like the program offers a safe space for just any child to come and just learn about life first um two how to be an adult and then three just football obviously that would be the third part but um, it's a safe space where everybody can be themselves you can meet different people you can do a lot of like networking that would help in the long run not just um, now like just like just because of football like you might get into different organizations it will help you in the long term like um, financially um, you will get a lot more opportunities in terms of jobs just because you're meeting a lot of different people like it, it's more than just football it's a safe space for people to come in and
2: be who they are and learn a lot more Flash, I would say like Family from the jump, and just just me and Ralph, like being 14 years old, like we've grown a lot since those years. And I just want the audience to know, like you can bring your child and whoever's you know around those ages, 14 to 18, to y'all. Then we'll have a great and fun time, and no matter what, like there will always be lessons that will be taught, no matter what.
0: And y'all, and and. I think the answer to this question is obvious, but are you glad that you became part of the program? Yeah, for
1: sure. It made me just uh, for me, at least it made me realize that there's more than just um, like just being in the hood, you know, like, yeah, you can like you can do you can have an, an organization in the hood, but the conversation doesn't have to be like um the normal conversation it can be about growing it can be about what um like where you want to go
0: in life what aspects of like yeah. um education you
1: want to get into um yeah
0: so yeah what's one of your fondest memories of yald cuz i asked i asked um eduardo this question i asked eduardo this question and eduardo had a very very interesting answer he said his fondest memory was in the championship game and he lost the championship game or his team lost it, and he said one of the reasons they lost was because he dropped a pass at the end of the game. Now, that's not a a memory that most people would remember fondly, but he said that that's a fond memory for him because he remembers putting in so much work with Coach Jay for the whole year that the work that he put in is what put him and his team in a position to even be there to drop a ball in the championship game. Do you understand? So I thought that was a really, really interesting uh, perspective. But for you guys, what's your fondest memory?
1: Um, I think for me, it would be my, I think it was my junior year of high school. Um, It was a championship game. Um, It was a low scoring game. It was six to zero. Uh, We were one of the high powered offenses. Who did you Uh, play play
0: for? Who did you play for?
1: I played for the Packers. That was uh, with, uh, Coach Miguel, and then we played the Giants at the time. It was Coach Dave. Um, um, I don't know if you had Jeremiah on yet, Jeremiah McGarvey. No, not yet. No, but oh, uh, yeah. So Jerry, I think he was playing at this time too. But uh, um, it was a low scoring game, um, six to zero. Uh, it was hard fought game all the way to the end. Like, literally, they scored with a few minutes left after us being a high powered offense throughout the whole regular season. Um it was just tough. Like not one specific moment, but just that game in general, like not being able to score. Um, the other team not being able to score to the very end, and it was like, man, with whichever team scores first is gonna be the team that wins, and, and ended up being them. Um, but yeah, it was just a crazy game, crazy game.
2: What about you, uh Flash? You have a uh a, a fond memory for me. I would like to relate it back to um like it was like I believe my third year in the playoffs at this time. I was playing for the the Falcons, and we were going against, up against the Redskins, which was Eduardo's team at the time. And that game, it was a close one, I believe. And it came down to like the final seconds. And we, sadly, we lost that game. But this is the reason why it was one of my founders' memories, because after that game, uh, my blood was boiling, and I wanted to get that win back so badly. So, the next year, we made it to the playoffs again, and we faced the Redskins again, and I believe we didn't let them score that game, and that's that game that game I took over, and that whole run we did was for the whole championship, so we ended up winning that championship the next year, and that blood that was boiling up the year before that we lost against the Redskins made me realize like we could do this, and we were able to like push through and improve our game to get to where we need to be at.
0: Uh, th- thanks for sharing that. L- now, now off of that, off of that, I want to get to something a little bit more important as we wind down the conversation. What are the predictions, though, for this year's Turkey Bowl, though? Since you guys have already said the young kids ain't winning, it's between you two guys now. <laughs> what are the predictions for the Turkey Bowl, man? What What should, what should we look forward to?
1: Man, since I'm I'm still a volunteer, I'm refereeing this year. You know I gotta go with my squad, man. The coaches and the volunteers gonna take this one. You know for sure we will.
0: Flash, sir.
2: I'm gonna say, like, we gave the coaches and, and volunteers a tough time last time. We got a dub off of them. And I wanted to say we're gonna come back stronger. We're gonna give them like what it takes to stop talking trash. So then a lot of time this see
0: <laughs> Yo, do you guys have any, any any new players that you're recruiting? Is there anybody that didn't play Flash that you might want to see come back for the Turkey Bowl? Well, I'm going to say there's one guy, he couldn't come
2: out because he was in college, obviously, at the time. And his name is Brandon Cruz. He was like one of our QBs at the time, like way before. And the other Turkey Bowls as well, too. So I'm glad maybe this year he might be able to come out he might
0: be able to be a QB for us. So, so who's that? you said that's Brandon Cruz? Mm-hmm. Correct. All right, Brandon Cruz, if you're listening to this, man, yo, listen, listen. The the alumni needs you for the Turkey Bowl, man. Uh, Raphael, <laughs> Raphael, is there anybody, any wild cards that we could be expecting, anybody who did not play last year's, who 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 you'd like to see play this year? Uh, any wild cards? Honestly, I think...
1: I think all the volunteers get some sort of touches in. Uh, everybody, whether it's the scorekeeper, uh, the person at the door, I think everybody gets some some sort of touches. So, um, honestly, I don't know if there's any particular person, but we come we coming together, man.
0: Okay, like Voltron. Okay, man. not nah, matter of fact, you probably don't even know what that is. I'm sorry, I sound like the old man in the room. Anyhow, anyhow. So, gentlemen, again, thank you so much for giving us uh, a, a bit of your time and, and sharing your your thoughts and your experience with y'all. And, who knows, man, know.